the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. UTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5. K298CO. Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. Senator Marsha Blackburn is hating a Florida lawmaker's decision to revoke self-governance for Disney after the entertainment giant used its power to attack the state's new parental rights law. They said, hey, we're not going to put up with this. The bill that they passed and that the governor signed was a bill that said, parents, you're in charge. Blackburn telling the Salem Radio Network that Florida has every right to push back on Disney for supporting the teaching of LGBT and gender identity issues to students kindergarten through third grade. Amazon and the growing group that successfully organized the company's first ever U.S. union are headed for a rematch tomorrow. A federal labor board will tally votes cast by warehouse workers on Staten Island. This is SRN News. Mike Gallagher sees the left scrambling again. According to Circleback Saki, Biden is distressed about free speech breaking out on Twitter. Are you kidding me? They're picking voices that get to be heard, and they're shutting down people who who they don't want to have be heard. This is some sick stuff. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Watch the groundbreaking new documentary, Whose Children Are They? at SalemNow.com. It exposes the hidden agenda in America's schools. Brave teachers step forward and share their stories. Hear from parents and experts who uncover corruption in teachers' unions and empower us to save our classrooms, save our kids, and save our country. Stream it tonight at SalemNow.com. Your forecast for today, we're looking at a chance of showers and a high of 48 with a low of 44 tonight. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy and a high of 52 with a low of 40. From the Kirby and Christina Realty Studios, this is AM 1280, The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. ...expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Hashtag NarnShow for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in to the broadcast. I was listening to Jacob's uh, weather forecast uh, coming in here. Uh, it is the 1st of May, isn't it? Does that sound like a forecast for like the 1st of March, man? Uh, now, 50s and 60s later on this week. So I think we may finally see that May weather. But uh, I'll tell you, uh, people have been chopping at the bit for free, for spring to finally get here. Where I am at my, in my life, and I was conveying this on the uh, preview I do of the broadcast every week on the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, I'm at a point in life where uh, I'm concerned about the health of my lawn so this rain has been awesome. I love it. The grass is getting greener and greener every day. I mean, there are a few spots we have to seed over to get the grass growing quickly. But uh, the lawn is off to a great start. Uh, I'll just say that. Uh, again, when you get to be in your 50s and you own a home like we do and uh, that sort of thing, uh, of course, you could be younger and owning a home. That's the thing that you that you cherish is the rainfall. Um, so 
Oh, well, I say bring it on, but uh, don't don't hate me. Don't at me. Well, I already gave you the number, 651-289-4488, if you'd like to call in in dissent. That's <laughs> perfectly acceptable. Uh, hey, I want to talk about a couple of local stories here in this first hour. And in the second hour, uh, for the first couple of segments, we're going to replay an interview that uh, our colleague on our sister station, AM980, The Mission, and he opens, also happens to be our operations director at Salem Twin Cities, uh, Lee Michaels, he conducted an interview with Dinesh D'Souza. He, the director and narrator of the documentary 2,000 Mules. Uh, we're going to be playing that the first two segments of the 2 o'clock hour. Uh, Dinesh, uh, apparently in this documentary, is going to be airing some video footage of some shenanigans that were taking place during the 2020 election. So definitely check that out, uh, but don't. Don't not listen to the show until then. Listen to the entire show, but definitely tune in for the first two segments of the 2 o'clock hour. But I did want to get to a story uh, regarding uh, that took place, I believe it was this past, let me be sure I have the timeline uh, correctly. It was, yeah, this past Sunday. So it looked this looked to have taken place uh, just after... Uh, we went off the air uh, last Sunday. Well, first, let me back up. We've talked about uh, the issues that have been facing Representative John Thompson. He is a Minnesota state legislator, represents uh, part of the city of St. Paul. Uh, he Right now, he represents them. Whether he lives there or not, that has not been made clear. All right, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But... We've talked about the several incidents that have occurred with John Thompson, even before he was an elected official. In fact, I brought this up on my show preview. I was filling in for Mitch one Saturday uh, back in the summer of 2020. It was in July or August time frame. Don't remember the exact time, but it was the summer. And I was filling in for Mitch on a Saturday, and we had Kyle Hooten on the show. He was uh, he of Alpha News. I mean, he's been doing a terrific job at Alpha News uh, breaking some very important stories, just rolling up his sleeves, doing good old-fashioned journalism, which is is welcome, to say the least. And we had him on to talk to uh, about a few stories that were taking place. And as we were ready to wrap up our guest appearance with him, I said, well, Kyle, thanks for coming on the show. Hey, what do you, what do you got going on? Uh, what, what, anything we can look forward to? And he said to me, well, you know what? As a matter of fact... Right now, I am heading up to Hugo, Minnesota, because what, from what I understand, there are some Black Lives Matter activists that are going to gather outside the home of Bob Kroll, he, uh, who was then the head of the Minneapolis uh, Police Officers Union. And apparently there's going to be some big protest up there, so I'm going to go up there and cover it. Well, we all know what happened then. There were a bunch of Black Lives Matter activists that were up there, gathered outside of Bob Kroll's home. Now, Bob and his family were not home at the time, and they were screaming obscenities outside his house, calling him a coward for not coming out. Well, he wasn't home. And one of the people up there was John Thompson, who then was just a candidate for Minnesota State Legislature, and he was ultimately elected a few months later. And he was screaming obscenities, over a loudspeaker while there were kids, literally kids next door at the house next door watching in horror, not knowing what in the world is going on. And they also hung in effigy uh, mannequins made to look like Bob Kroll and his wife, Liz Collin, who was then a WCCO TV journalist, now, ironically enough, works for Alpha News. So just some despicable stuff. I mean, I'm all for the right to protest, but... Uh, when you're causing that kind of disturbance to people in the neighborhood, uh, it, it's it's a little beyond the pale. But, of course, uh, John Thompson ended up being elected because, well, he was the Democrat nominee and a wind-up set of chattering teeth could run as a Democrat in Minneapolis or St. Paul and still get about 60% of the vote. So that's just how it goes. And then, of course, we remember about a year later, which was July 2021. It was, I believe, 4th of July, where John Thompson was pulled over by police because he was not displaying his front license plate. It was an equipment violation. Well, uh, John Thompson accused the police officer of pulling him over merely because he was black. 
not because of the violation itself. And ultimately, there was body cam footage that was released that showed the officer followed the letter of the law. Hey, sir, I'm pulling you over because you don't have a front license plate. Whether you agree that should be a, a, a misdemeanor or not, the cop was doing his job and followed the letter of the law and yet was accused by a sitting member of the legislature of profiling. And Michael Broadcore brought up a great point on Twitter this past week indicating that Minnesota Statute 13.82, subsection 15, permits the video's uh, release to dispel widespread rumor or unrest. And because Thompson accused this officer of pulling him over because he was a black guy, releasing the video footage, the goal was to help dispel unrest or, uh, or to dispel the rumor and to quell any unrest, saying, look, the officer followed the letter of the law. I bring all that up to say that last Sunday, again, just after we went off the air, uh, John Thompson once again had run in with St. Paul Police. This is from a Minneapolis, or I'm sorry, um, let me back up here. Yes, Alpha News story, the aforementioned Kyle Hooten on the case. Uh, St. Paul Police say Representative John Thompson bullied and intimidated officers as they tried to investigate his adult daughter during a DUI traffic stop. Thompson's 26-year-old daughter was found to be driving without a license and apparently under the influence of drugs, but her father arrived on scene and officers allowed him to take her away rather than placing her under arrest, according to sources. Thompson's daughter was pulled over for a moving violation in St. Paul on Sunday. She refused to roll down her uh roll her window down and identify herself to police, according to a report obtained by Alpha News. However, officers learned who she was when Representative Thompson arrived on the scene, stating that the driver was his daughter and is afraid of police, per report. A source recalled Thompson's chaotic arrival on scene to Alpha News. Uh, Here's the quote. Thompson drives up to the scene, parks illegally, and starts yelling at officers right away. He also reportedly handed out his business card to officers, kind of a, hey, don't you know who I am? You know, I'm a uh, a, uh, duly elected representative. Uh, Our officers were bullied by a state representative who tried to use his elected position and false claims of racism to intimidate. St. Paul Police spokesperson Steve Linders told Alpha News. Thompson's behavior, quote, put our officers who were trying to keep our streets safe for everyone in an incredibly difficult position, close quote. Uh, He continued, no one should ever be bullied by an elected official. No one should have to endure being called a racist without provocation or proof. And if you remember, this is exactly what John Thompson did on the 4th of July, 2021. Cited the police officer who was pulling him over for an equipment violation for pulling him over only because he was black. There, there was no evidence of that claim. And again, he's done this outside of the context of dealing with police. Uh, Representative Eric Lucero, friend of the show, uh, represents uh, portions of Wright County in the Minnesota House. I guess during the uh, during a floor session, uh, this would have been uh, during the 2021 session, he cited John Thompson's behavior at Bob Kroll's house up in Hugo. And for merely bringing that up, I don't know what the context was, John Thompson then accused Eric Lucero of being a racist. Now, if we're going to use the progressive playbook here, Eric Lucero, who is of uh, Latino descent, he's thus a minority. He can't be racist because according to the progressive playbook, if you yourself are a minority, you're you're, uh, apparently... Uh, immune from being a racist, if we're to use the progressive playbook here. So Eric Lucero was going to file a, a, an ethics complaint against John Thompson for making an unfounded accusation, and it ended up being where John Thompson then agreed to apologize to Eric Lucero in exchange for Lucero dropping the ethics complaint. So John Thompson has had a habit of alienating others, and this continues. And it got to the point 
where uh, during the investigation of the traffic stop on the 4th of July, 2021, further uh, looking into his background, Shaw saw numerous complaints against him for domestic violence. Now, it turned out he was never actually arrested for domestic violence. The char- there were either charges not filed, charges dropped, or he pleaded out, pleaded to a lesser charge, and therefore was allowed to walk. But because of those multiple uh, charges against him, or because of those multiple allegations of domestic assault, it got to the point where the DFL considered him to be too radioactive and wanted him to resign his position, which he refused to do. So then he was kicked out of the DFL caucus. So now he's a caucus of one. I mean, you think about it, the, the House is just, it's, it's interesting, the dynamic. You've got the DFL caucus, the GOP caucus, and then you have the new Republican House caucus, which is four Republican legislators. Then you've got a lone wolf in Eric Mortensen, who is a Republican, but uh, who used to be with the new House Republican caucus, but was kicked out of that caucus. And then John Thompson, who is also a party of one. So there's what, like five different factions in the <laughs> Minnesota House? Just a just a very weird dynamic. I know that's kind of an aside, but the point is, is that John Thompson is no longer part of the DFL caucus. Uh, I don't know what has gone on in his new uh, House district that he's representing. Uh, I'm assuming he's running for reelection. I'm assuming there's been an endorsement process. I don't know the dynamic behind that, but. Uh, uh, he has definitely become more trouble than he's worth for the DFL caucus. Hence, they kicked him out of the caucus because he wouldn't resign. And who knows where this is going uh, going forward. But we do have uh, some more follow-up on this, including uh, John Thompson disputing St. Paul Police Department's allegation that he was belligerent upon arriving at the scene of his daughter being pulled over. So we'll have more to say about that. And take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And we do have the live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Brad Carlson, the clothes are coming back in mere moments. Go nowhere. Last night at the county fair I throwed out my shoulder, but I want her that Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Are you ready for home improvement season? For all your electrical, trust the local pros at Early Bird Electric. Early Bird is known as the troubleshooting experts, and they specialize in old homes, kitchen and bathroom renovations, electric vehicle chargers, rewiring, or just adding outlets for convenience. Early Bird does it all with the best guarantee in the trade. Early Bird even offers same-day and 24-7 emergency service. 612, The Bird. Mention AM 1280 The Patriot, and your trip charge is free with repair purchase. 612, The Bird. 612, The Bird. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher for MediShare. If something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, right? Switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month. Wow, what would you do with $500 extra every single month? Pay some bills, fill up your gas tank, even as challenging as that is these days. Maybe take a vacation. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. I learned that the customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. It's amazing. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. And the very best part of all is that people save money and they're happier with MediShare. MediShare is a godsend. Give them a call right now, 855-94-BIBLE. You'll get a price within two minutes. MediShare, here's the number, 855-94-BIBLE. That's 855-94-BIBLE. 855-94-BIBLE for MediShare. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the 
paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-457-9220. That's 800-457-9220. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. Hey, welcome back. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network, with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N A R N Show on Twitter. If you'd like to leave a comment or a question. And thanks, as always, for tuning in. And we do, again, have our live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. We're currently uh, Gary from War Road, always checks in and says hello. Gary, as always, we appreciate your support week in and week out. And uh, Bernadette, who I believe is from Arizona. Bernadette says, stay right and strong, Minnesota. Thank you, Bernadette. Appreciate the support. And uh, the wild man, Wild Wilson, who uh, has relocated to Texas within the past uh, few months, however long it's been. Uh, Wild, also a loyal, faithful listener. Wild, uh, we appreciate uh, you checking in as well. Uh, Continuing to talk about uh, Representative John Thompson uh, and the allegations that uh, when his daughter was pulled over on a traffic stop last Sunday that he showed up on the scene belligerent, got very belligerent with police. Uh, The Alpha News story had indicated that uh, Thompson's daughter eventually rolled the window down enough to identify herself to officers and was found to not have a valid driver's license, according to the report. An officer on the scene could smell the odor of marijuana coming from the vehicle and believed she was operating the vehicle while under the influence. At that time, it was determined the police would attempt to talk to the daughter into cooperating with the investigation, but if she refused, she would be charged out of custody for test refusal per the report. Uh, The report goes on to explain that she did not want to cooperate with officers but wanted to leave with her father and that her wishes were honored. Police have requested charges for the DWI test refusal and obstructing the legal process. So when this uh, accusation was levied against Representative Thompson for interfering, uh, here was his statement, and this was from the Star Tribune. As an elected official, I certainly would not attempt to misuse, intimidate, or bully police officers with my official position. I responded as any concerned father would, arriving at a chaotic scene to help deal with my frightened daughter, who was having a verifiable mental health episode, which was triggered by the large presence of the St. Paul Police Department, Thompson said in his statement. Officers on the scene treated him with the utmost respect and did an exemplary job de-escalating the situation, Thompson added. Okay. Well, that's very noble of Representative Thompson for actually lauding police officers in this case. Okay, now, you know, because obviously he's had some high-profile run-ins, okay, accusing, including of accusing the then head of the Minneapolis Police Union of being a KKK member, you know, right on his front doorstep, basically, and then accusing a St. Paul police officer on the 4th of July last summer of profiling him. So, uh, again, he disputes this uh, particular uh, allegation that he uh, showed up and was uh, belligerent with police uh, and essentially bullied him. Well, the uh, bullied them. Well, the chief of police of the city of St. Paul, Todd Axtell, uh, when John Thompson denied this, uh, he took to Facebook on Monday afternoon. And had this to say, yesterday one of our officers made a traffic stop while working a state-funded toward-zero-death detail focused on taking impaired drivers off our streets. It turned ugly fast. While the officer was attempting to get the driver whose license was suspended and who was driving with tabs that had been expired for two years, again, you may disagree, 
being pulled over for those infractions, but they are indeed infractions. So just an aside. Uh, While the officer was attempting to get the driver to cooperate and other officers backed her up, the driver's father pulled up in another vehicle, jumped out, and immediately began interfering by yelling and questioning the traffic stop and identifying himself as State Representative John Thompson. Here we go again. It's an absolute shame that an elected official would attempt to intimidate and bully police officers, that he would misuse his official position, that officers doing their jobs should have to endure illegitimate claims of racism, that John Thompson is still serving in the legislature. It's a slap in the face to those of us, including our police officers, who are working in good faith to make our city safer for everyone. How many times? How many times do our officers have to be berated? How many times do lies have to come to light? Accountability matters. I want to be clear about this. My officers were put in an incredibly difficult position and made the best decision they could at the time to de-escalate and avoid being unfairly vilified again. It was an outrageous scene. I wish state law allowed us to release the body-worn camera footage, but we can't at this time. However, Representative Thompson or his daughter can, and I encourage them to do so. Maybe then... Something will change. So what Chief Axtell is saying here seems to be in conflict with what uh, John Thompson's version of events, where he said uh, that he would never misuse, intimidate, or bully police officers with my official position. This is John Thompson saying this, whereas Todd Axtell said, basically said that John Thompson was being very disrespectful. So, again, I don't know if this would apply in the statute that Michael Broadcorp cited on Twitter last Tuesday, uh, where it permits the video to be released to dispel widespread rumor or unrest. Now, from what I, I don't believe there's been any unrest due to this. Uh, and as far as widespread rumor, how you go about interpreting if, this, if that's relevant here, Again, I don't know. I'm, I, I can never emphasize enough. I probably emphasize it literally every single week I'm on this broadcast. I'm not a legal beagle, so I don't know. But, uh, you know, to read the rest of Michael Broadcorp's tweet, uh, since Thompson challenges Axtell's characterization, all video needs to be released to, quote, dispel widespread rumor, close quote, about how Axtell described Thompson's behavior. So we'll stay tuned for updates. Uh, I don't know if police are able to uh, file charges against Thompson's 26-year-old daughter, you know, because, again, they, they, they smelled what they thought was an odor of marijuana, and therefore, uh, because she refused any kind of test, uh, could maybe uh, levy charges that way. Who's to say? But I don't want to be completely unfair to Representative Thompson. I mean, he's done enough to hurt his own self and his own character. And so it may sound like I'm kind of piling on here by bringing up his past infractions and butting heads with others. But let's not forget, he was a good friend of Philando Castillo. We all remember Philando Castillo back in July of 2016, was pulled over in Falcon Heights. Uh, again, it, the I seem to be a little unclear uh, about the reason for pulling him over. Some had indicated it was a broken taillight. Others, I guess the radio call indicated that he resembled a suspect in a local robbery, which I don't know how you could tell by someone driving by how he looked like a robbery suspect. But you remember that stop where Flano Castillo did the right thing. He informed the officer, even though he didn't need to, he wasn't required to, but for purposes of full disclosure, he indicated, I'm a, I'm a permit to carry holder, and I want you to know that I have a firearm in my vehicle. And this was after the officer asked to see his driver's license. So Philando Castillo reaching for his driver's license, the officer thought he was reaching for a gun or possibly reaching for a gun, and the officer reacted, shot him several times, and shot him dead. And that shouldn't have happened. Philando Castillo was wrongly killed by police. I'll just say it. And that was John Thompson's good friend. So... With John Thompson likely conveying that story to his daughter, 
I, I guess I can understand his daughter's perspective by being uh, pretty unsure about being in the presence of police. And if you want to call it paranoia, so be it. But do you think there might be some justification there? And again, it doesn't excuse John Thompson's behavior, but I understand the perspective he's coming from when his good friend, Flando Castillo, who not only completely complied with the law, but went above and beyond the call of duty by revealing a piece of information he didn't have to, and he ended up being shot dead for it. So, uh, again, as uh, Michael said in his tweet, stay tuned for updates, and we definitely will. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Hey, carpe diem. Awesome. That means we're going fishing, eh? No, carpe diem. It's Latin. It means to seize the day, like do it now, which is what you got to do if you want a custom-built Arctic spa from Premier Pool and Spa. It's kind of like... ASAP, eh? Yeah, now you got it. Due to the increased demand for Arctic spas, you should order your custom-built spa now. So call Premier Pool and Spa and pick the color you want, the size, the kind of LED lighting, the number of pumps and jets, all that stuff. Hey, that's like over 2 million combinations. That's right. Do it today, because the early bird gets the worm, you know. Nice worms. That means we are going fishing, eh? Oh, Visit Premier Pool and Spa in Chanhassen today. Arctic spas are engineered for the world's harshest climates. You deserve it. PremierPools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously, eh? PremierPools.com. PremierPools.com. It seems like just yesterday when I captured my son's first steps or when we recorded his soccer games on VHS tapes. Those moments are gone. But the old home movies and pictures don't need to be. That's why my son created Legacy Box. That's right, Mom. Over a million families have used Legacy Box to digitally preserve their old home movies and photos. Simply fill Legacy Box with your old camcorder tapes, film, and photos. They will professionally digitize and send them back on DVDs, thumb drive, or the cloud. With Mother's Day around the corner, it's the perfect time to get your Legacy Box and save your family's history. After all, few things are as important as protecting your precious memories. Give your mom a Mother's Day present she'll never forget. Legacy Box is offering a 60% discount. Order yours today and take advantage of our best Mother's Day sale ever. Visit LegacyBox.com LBOX and for a limited time, get an incredible 60% off your order. That's LegacyBox.com LBOX for 60% off. LegacyBox.com When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only nineteen ninety-five. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Relief Factor.com. Welcome back. AM twelve eighty the Patriot. Oh yeah. Northern Alliance Radio Network. With me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just go to hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show for any comments or questions. And we do have the live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Thanks to one and all who have checked in, uh, left a comment, left a like, or a love, a reaction. However you want to uh, weigh in, we appreciate it. Uh, thank you, as always. I, I I just got a notification that the, uh, excuse me, the Walter Mondale Memorial Service is taking place today. He passed away. I think it was last year at this time. And uh, President Biden was in town. Uh, he Or he is in town. And he landed at the uh, airport 
just mere moments ago. I usually drive by the airport um, by usually about 11 a.m. is when I'm driving down uh, 77 South to get here to the radio station. And I uh, had no idea that there was anything going on. I don't know if they had to block off parts of the area in order for Secret Service to deliver the president to wherever the memorial service is taking place. But, uh, yeah, Joe Biden has been in politics so long that he and Walter Mondale were colleagues in the U.S. Senate back in the 1970s. That's how long Biden's been around. And, of course, uh, Walter Mondale was vice president from 1977 until 1981 when, of course, Joe Biden was also in in the Senate at that time. So uh, they go back a long, long ways, to say the least. So. I just thought I'd throw that aside in there. Uh, a Star I want to read this uh, Star Tribune story about a uh, friend of the broadcast, uh, Michelle Benson. I was very saddened to see this news uh, this past uh, Friday. Again, this is from the Star Tribune. Minnesota Senator Michelle Benson is ending her campaign for governor, thinning the field of Republican challengers seeking to unseat DFL Governor Tim Walz this fall. The senator from Ham Lake, who announced her gubernatorial campaign in September, marked its conclusion with a speech Friday at the 7th Congressional District Republican Convention. The only woman in the governor's race, she said she will not pursue the party's nomination at the state convention in May. Here's her quote. As families continue to struggle with the rising costs of daily life, Governor Walls has failed to offer solutions to get Minnesota heading in the right direction. Benson said in the statement, it's time for Republicans to unite behind a single candidate that can defeat Tim Walls this fall. I look forward to working with delegates on selecting the right choice. Now, I don't know that if she's going to publicly endorse anybody or not, but that would indicate that she has someone in mind that she'd like to see delegates kind of shift towards, you know, putting up as the candidate. So uh, it'll be interesting. Uh, I have always made it a policy on this show, and I've had this show almost 11 years now, uh, to never endorse political candidates because, number one, no one cares what I think. And secondly, I want all candidates to appear on this broadcast regardless of if I, if I support them or not because this show is not about me. It's about you, the audience, and I want to expose you, the audience, to as many viewpoints as I possibly can. So therefore... You know, don't take my word for it. Here are the candidates. Here are their positions. Here's where they stand in the issues. Is this your candidate or is it not? It's not for me to make your decision for you. I can give my input. I can give my opinion. And if you put value in that, I appreciate it. And But just so you're making the decision for yourself. Uh, however, I made an exception in this particular race. I because Only because it was impossible for me to be impartial about this. Michelle and her husband, Craig, they're personal friends of my wife and me. You know, my wife worked very hard on Michelle Benson's reelection campaign in 2016 to the Minnesota Senate. And we got to know Michelle and her husband, Craig, even before that. So we, we consider them friends. So even if Michelle wasn't the best candidate for governor, and she was, uh, <coughs> you know, <laughs> we would have supported her anyways. But it just so happens she was the best candidate. For, for governor. Yeah, again, hard for me to be impartial about this. It really is. But I would say this. Whomever ends up being the Republican candidate for governor, they would be crazy not to seek Michelle's assistance and her input to help put them over the top. because And it needs to be uh, a solid candidacy. And again, I've also made my opinions about candidates who I may not necessarily prefer. You know, so uh, I'll just leave it at that. I mean, I've, I've been critical of some campaigns um, and where their focus is and how it, you know, may not be necessarily you know, the best focus to have. Uh, you know, again, just kind of leave it at that. But here, here's kind of an interesting perspective. You know, we were talking. We just alluded to the seventh uh, congressional districts convention, where Michelle officially dropped out of the race. You know, they had their convention over the weekend, and their straw poll. Uh, you know, again, they took a straw poll of who who do you think should be the GOP candidate uh, for governor, and Kendall Qualls 
won that straw poll in Congressional District 7. Now, Scott Jensen, particularly on caucus night, uh, was clearly the front runner coming out of caucus night a few months ago. Won the vast majority of the straw polls, if I if I remember remember right, and has has been the front runner. I mean, he got in the race a little more than a year ago, raised quite a bit of money up front, gained a lot of national notoriety because he is a physician, and because he had his opinions on COVID that didn't necessarily fit certain narratives. You had the medical board here in Minnesota trying to go after his medical license, and he's been cleared multiple times of wrongdoing. But as I've also said on this show, you know, it's very possible that COVID could be a non-issue this November. And I would dare say if you took a survey right now of people's biggest priorities and concerns this election cycle, certainly the economy and what inflation is doing, eating into our earning power, that's got to be near the top of the list, if not at the top of the list. Certainly parental concerns over the way public education is, you know, the direction they're taking curriculum. As we saw in Virginia, that was a salient issue. And it certainly still is right now, no doubt about it, at the forefront. Now we're having another spike in COVID cases across the country because of another subvariant. And how, and I guess cases, I saw the other day, cases... Uh, across the U.S. are back up to over 100,000 per day. So that it is concerning, but what we need to keep our eye on is our hospitalizations and, and ICU beds. Is, is, that, is that trend following? We don't really know yet, but that's something to keep an eye on. If this, if this is like Omicron, where it's you know more contagious, but not as severe a strain as the initial COVID variant, as well as the Delta variant, then, you know, that part is at least good news. But I bring that up to say that come this summer, you know, it probably won't be much of a factor. And it could not, it may well not be a factor in November. And if not, if COVID's not a factor in November, praise the Lord, right? That's a good thing. But yet that's been the focus, primary focus of the Jensen campaign. So I have to wonder, with Kendall Qualls picking up some key straw poll victories, another one he won was uh, Senate District 32, their BPOU convention. Now, why am I bringing that one up in particular? Because that happens to be in the very Senate district where Michelle Benson was drawn into. You know, after redistricting, Michelle Benson now lives in Senate District 32. And in her what was now her home Senate district, she didn't even win that straw poll. Kendall Qualls did. So he's been picking up some big straw poll victories of late. And my friend Jeff Kolb, you know, pointed this out recently that, you know, definitely keep an eye on the Qualls campaign and what they're doing in in picking up these victories. Because maybe delegates, you know, in hearing Dr. Jensen's pitch are saying, well, you know what? That's great that they're not going to take the tactic of Tim Walls and making unilateral decisions regarding the pandemic, but if the pandemic is is a non-factor come election day, guess what? It's not going to be on the forefront of people's minds. And if Scott Jensen is the general election candidate, uh, that that's a disadvantage to him. And again, that's a good thing that COVID would not be a factor. But if Scott Jensen's our candidate, you know, I don't know that he's the most viable general election candidate. Now, he's again, he's garnered some significant name recognition because he appeared on, like, Fox News Channel and whatnot when he was bucking the popular COVID narrative. And there have been some things where he said about COVID that I, I vehemently disagree with. But I also see to his authority as a physician. So, yeah, this is going to be a difficult one. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, the Republican Party of Minnesota State Convention takes place in just a little less than two weeks, Friday, May 13, and Saturday, May 14. And by the way, the Northern Alliance Radio Network will be there on Saturday, May 14. Uh, of the campaigns remaining, I believe all of them have made a public pledge. They're going to vow they're going to abide by the endorsement 
except the Jensen campaign. The Jensen campaign, I believe they firm, I believe that they firmly believe they're going to win the endorsement. And therefore, of course, they're going to abide by it then, right? But if they don't, uh, I believe, and again, this is just my personal belief. I've got no insider information. I personally believe the Jensen campaign is taking this to a primary. I don't think there's any question about it. So, yeah, I, I first saw Kendall Qualls. He got in the governor's race three, four months ago. And I saw him at the candidate forum out in Wright County, and I was left very underwhelmed. But to be fair, that was his first candidate for him as a as a candidate. He really didn't have to do a whole lot of that when he was running in the third congressional district for a U.S. House back in 2020. So the good news for, for a guy like Kendall Qualls is he hasn't been a guy that's, you know, really held elected office, which it seems like a lot of the delegates had some sort of purity test. If you've won, won one election, all of a sudden you're part of the establishment, which is kind of a silly viewpoint, to be honest. But nevertheless, if that's what they're basing their criteria upon, then a guy like Kendall Qualls, also Dr. Neil Shaw, they have an advantage. No doubt about it. So I'm going to be real interested to see, closer to convention, how the tides turn, if if, the, if indeed they are turning. Our, you know, Again, the delegates that are casting their votes in these straw polls that Kendall Qualls has emerged victorious, are these the same people who are then going to go to the convention? I don't know that, you know, the state convention. I don't I don't know if that's the case remains to be seen. But, uh, you know, it, all I can say is our delegates finally getting to a point. It's like, OK, there is a real opportunity to unseat Tim Walls here. Who is the best general election candidate? Is it a campaign that really their primary focus is covid? And right now, covid isn't the number one issue in most people's households. Because if so, then maybe we have to recalibrate here. Again, this is pure speculation on my part. I'm not out there, you know, putting my uh, uh, finger on the pulse trying to determine what delegates are thinking. But we're going to get a good sense in a couple of weeks at the at the convention. And, and I agree with the sentiment that my friend Jeff Kolb expressed on Twitter. I definitely keep an eye on the uh, Kendall Qualls campaign. That's for sure. That's not a personal endorsement, by the way. Because at the end of the day, whomever emerges as the candidate, I'm going to gonna support. But let's just say there are some I prefer over others. I'll just leave it at that. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag N-A-R-N show, hashtag Narn show. Brad Carlson, the closer, coming back with one final segment this hour. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-379-9528. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-379-9528. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800 379-9528. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. For affordable term life, call 800-379-9528. You run a small business, but who's running your HR? Do you have an HR manager? When's the last time you had an HR audit? Do your employees take workplace safety training? My last question to you is this. What are you waiting for? One complaint against your company can turn your world upside down. I'm Alan Jones, and I created Bambi specifically for small business. All so you can put your HR on autopilot. With Bambi's HR autopilot, you'll automate the most important HR practices, like HR policies, workplace training, and employee feedback. And you'll get a dedicated HR manager not for 80 grand a year, but yes, for $99 a month. 
We're here to help you navigate the most complex parts of your HR. Available by phone, email, and real-time chat. And here's what I'm the most proud of. Bambi customers are four times less likely to have a claim filed against them. Which is why Bambi has received thousands of five-star reviews. You run your business. Let Bambi run your HR. Go to Bambi.com slash info today for your free HR audit. Spelled BAMBEE.com slash info. Bambi.com slash info. As a constitutional law attorney, former senior legal advisor and personal counsel to President Donald J. Trump, Jenna Ellis believes in the rule of law and the importance of integrity in our elections. And on the Jenna Ellis podcast, she tackles the big cultural and legal issues facing America. Don't miss a single episode of the Jenna Ellis show. Follow today at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Take your favorite Patriot hosts with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. Just search for AM 1280 The Patriot in the App Store. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. One final segment this hour, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. Folks, if you've been listening to this station uh, at all over the past week or two, you've undoubtedly heard about the new Dinesh D'Souza documentary entitled 2,000 Mules, which uh, talks about shenanigans afoot in the 2020 a presidential election. You'll see the video surveillance and cell phone tracking as the mules go from box to box. Now, if you want to find out who did it, how they did it, and what we can do about it, you can ent- you can attend the two-night-only premiere on Monday, May 2nd, or Wednesday, May 4th. So find a theater near you and buy tickets exclusively at 2000mules.com. That's the number 2000, 2000mules.com. Now, just a point of emphasis, movie tickets will not be available at the box office. Obviously, showings are selling out fast, so buy your tickets before they're gone. Again, 2000mules.com, a documentary narrated and directed by Dinesh D'Souza. And speaking of Dinesh, we are going to be replaying an interview that our colleague at our sister station, AM980 Admission, Lee Michaels, conducted with him. It'll be during the 2 o'clock hour. In fact, the first two segments of the 2 o'clock hour, uh, we'll be play, replaying uh, that interview. So we got about uh, we got about a few minutes left in this final segment this hour, and we want to, uh, why don't we uh, take Mark's call right away? We always enjoy it when Mark calls in. Mark is in St. Louis Park. He is on line one. Uh, Mark, go ahead. You're on the broadcast, sir. Brad, as always, thanks for taking my call. Previous segment that's called uh, Black Legislator uh, Privilege. And I'll just leave it at that. I count at least six infractions that happen on that stop. But uh, your your previous segment, talking about the issues for Republicans, inflation, school curriculum, crime, pandemic weaning. I've gone to several of these events with the, with the uh, governor debates, et cetera, et cetera. The number one issue that always gets a standing ovation and applause consistently is voter integrity. Sure. And I'd like to hear, I'd like to hear your opinion on that. Yeah, hey, thank you. Yeah, thanks for the call, Mark. We appreciate it. Yeah, and and this was something that in the aftermath of the 2020 election, um, you know, I I'm not I I haven't been on the bandwagon as some of my listeners as saying there was such rampant fraud that it flipped the election from Trump to Biden. Uh, I'm not there, but I do acknowledge that there were some irregularities, there were some shenanigans, and there, you know, I mean, read Mark and Molly Hemingway's book, Rigged. It doesn't talk about Venezuelan voting machines. It doesn't talk about some server in Germany or you know releasing krakens or any other crazy stuff. But it addresses some very specific instances that need to be tightened up and how the pandemic was used in order to subvert the Constitution. I mean, that's that's really what it was about. And I'll tell you, this has been talked about by others, not just by me that the Republicans were caught flat-footed in 2020, whereas the Democrats had you know, legal teams in place ready to, you know, 
take on any challenges that there might be to the 2020 election. And now they're going to use they're going to try to use COVID again. Why do you think they're starting to cite COVID numbers again this past week? Hundred thousand cases in the U.S. in one day. Okay, we're back up to the six figure threshold. So Democrats are going to try to use COVID again to make excuses for why people can't get out to the polls or why they can't get to the uh, drop boxes. So therefore, we should be allowed to go to their homes, collect all these ballots, and bring them in our ourselves. Okay, and. A lot of other things like, uh, uh, well, they tried that here in Minnesota, where Secretary of State Steve Simon said, hey, you know what? Uh, as long we'll accept ballots three days after Election Day, provided it's postmarked on Election Day. And an executive, a member of the executive branch can't just unilaterally determine voter laws. So obviously he got his finger slapped by the courts and say, no, that's not going to happen. That's not how that's going to be. So to Mark's point, this is where state legislatures sprung into action. You've seen it in Texas. You've seen it in Georgia. I mean, heck, they took the all-star game out of Georgia because Georgia dared address voter integrity. And guess what? Georgia had some of its highest turnout in their municipal elections this past November. So much for voter fraud. Okay, they're starting early voting tomorrow in Georgia for their primaries. And you had Democrats that fled the state of Texas in protest over their voter integrity law. So that's what needs to happen at the state level. Get some ironclad laws in place. And if the pandemic does ramp up or if they try to use COVID spikes to to unilaterally uh, alter election law, Republican legal teams need to be there ready to go and ready to fight back because in 2020 they were caught flat-footed. And therefore, in some of these states, they were able to run roughshod over some of these election laws and they used the pandemic as an excuse because it was an unprecedented thing. So to Mark's point, I absolutely believe that uh, voter integrity uh, is a big issue. But when you get uh, one campaign in particular saying that Steve Simon should be arrested, um. Yeah, that's not going to play well in the general. But as far as addressing voter integrity, absolutely, I think that is a big issue that people can get on board. So appreciate the call, Mark, as always. Hour number one in the books, hour number two coming back in mere moments. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network. Back in a few. Let you out into the world. Closing time. Do you suffer from sharp shooting, aching neck, or back pain? Have you found yourself discouraged because the only solutions you've been offered to treat your pain or disc injuries are medications, injections, or surgery? Abundant Life Chiropractic Health and Injury Center has a time-tested, proven track record of treating spine and nerve injuries from acute and chronic bulge discs, herniated discs, and pinched nerves. Their non-invasive, non-surgical decompression techniques have helped hundreds of patients get relief from debilitating neck and back pain caused by disc injuries. If you're ready to reclaim your health, contact Abundant Life Chiropractic Health and Injury Center in Chanhassen. They're here to help you. As an AM 1280 The Patriot listener, you receive a special $49 Get Acquainted offer. That's a $250 value for just $49. Go to AbundantLifeChiropractor.com to schedule your full disc and spinal workup. That's AbundantLifeChiropractor.com. Everyone has important numbers, a phone number, a year you were born, even your anniversary. At Appliance Renew, giving our customers savings up to 50% off is one of our important numbers. Hey, it's Michael, owner of Appliance Renew. We sell brand new scratch and ding name brand appliances. Our inventory of over 250 appliances changes weekly. I put all appliances through a 20-point inspection, checking that all components, belts, and lines are running at peak performance. Appliance Renew is locally owned and operated in beautiful downtown Farmington. Visit ApplianceRenew.com or give me a call at 612-564-9207. It's worth the trip to downtown Farmington in the South Metro for savings up to 50% off brand new scratch and ding appliances. Saving money is worth the drive when a little ding doesn't mean a thing at Appliance Renew. 
Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I start every day by reading through the stories at Daybreak Insider. In just 10 minutes, I can zip through 10 stories that matter, 10 stories that help me start my day and help shape where I go with The Mike Gallagher Show. You and I know the mainstream media is filling the airwaves with a left-wing take on the news of the day. This is 60 Minutes, and we can't put on things we can't verify. We won't put it on because it's bad for Biden. It's critical to find a new source that tells the truth. Well, that's Daybreak Insider. Daybreak Insider is that source. I get it in my mailbox every day. It helps shape the stories I bring to you. It's a look at today's most compelling stories, how they are covered by the media, and provides responses from key conservatives in media and politics. Over a quarter million people get Daybreak Insider by email daily, and it's available to you at no cost. Go to daybreakinsider.com and simply plug in your email. That's daybreakinsider.com. In five minutes, you will be the most informed person in the office. That's daybreakinsider.com. AM 1280, The Patriot is W. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.